0: Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, this is a recording of the Key Role Film Society, uh, which I realize has not been recorded since about the beginning of January. Uh, the reason is, is I've been in a state of transition. A uh, couple of months back at the end of December, I received a call, I was an extended the call to be... Um, associate Pastor in, at St. Paul Lutheran Church in Ida Grove. Um, at the beginning of January, I accepted that call, and right now, as I record this, I am in the office of uh, St. Paul Lutheran Church in Ida Grove. I've not been; I'm being installed on the 26th of February, and so uh, with all that transition, I just have not gotten around to recording. And so, what I recorded last. Uh, I talked about the fact that I was going to uh, do a podcast about the fandoms. So there's a, in, in film, and in television, whatever, there is a lot of fandoms. There's things that people just go nuts about. They buy a lot of stuff. They, you know, they watch every movie, every TV show. They're wearing the shirts. They got stuff in their rooms and their are wherever to display their fandom and there's a whole number of them and so because of that i thought it'd be kind of interesting to do a ranking of the greatest fandoms that are there now i want you to understand first um in this list it has to have either a movie or a tv show to qualify as a fandom so no video games uh, no, and this also, not, also, also not any comedy, um, show, shows, or, when I mean comedy, I mean nothing like, uh, the Colbert Report, or, um, you know, the, uh, the Daily Show with Jon Stewart, none of those, um, segment of guys, um, not the Tonight Show, whatever, none of those, like, variety shows, Saturday Night Live, things like that, um, we're looking at traditional movies and TV shows, has to have taken some part in um, the ranking. And so, we've got, I'm going to do actually a ranking of 25 fandoms. What I think are the 25 biggest fandoms in film and television. And at the end, the top three movies on the list, or the top three fandoms, uh, next week, I'm going to come back and talk about those three fandoms in detail, specifically reviewing and analyzing a movie from each of those fandoms. And so we'll talk about which those fi- which fandoms those are when we get to it. Until then, uh, we are going to start this ranking. And so um, we're going to kind of fly through the first 15 of the rankings, so uh, 25 through... Um, chapter 25 through 12 number 11 sorry so number 11 through 25 I'm just going to fly through it and in the background I think it'd be good to play the Game of Thrones theme which is a pretty big fandom in and of its own you actually heard just a little bit ago Hunger Games which is another uh, big fandom to open it up kind of setting up this theme that we're putting on this competition between these great fandoms. And so, who is going to claim the throne? And I'm going to let you know, you probably can guess, the fact that Game of Thrones and Hunger Games is playing into the intro should tell you a little bit about the fact that they are not going to claim the throne for this. But they are in this... um, these first 15 so let's get the list going the like i said i'm going to roll through them not talk too much about them just roll on through it so let's get it going so number 25 i'm going to go with the transformers films The Transformers franchise. So Transformers is kind of interesting because Transformers had these cartoons, these movies, back in the 80s, which I was a huge fan of. I loved the movie that came out back in 1986. I know quality-wise it probably wasn't that great, but I watched it as a kid. I watched it many times with my brother, and he was an even bigger Transformers fan than I am, and I loved watching it. Um, I loved some of the music in it. I always loved that. At the very beginning, there's several moments I loved. Like um, when Hot Rod, uh, you know, is driving down to the Stan Bush's dare. Or when uh, Optimus Prime says, you know, says Megatron must be stopped no matter the cost. And then he transforms and the touch starts playing. It's such a beautiful little scene uh, I love the moment with Devastator. So I love that movie. I enjoyed it. And so, um, and then there's some comic books. There's the toys. And actually the toys are what kind of spawned up the cartoon in comic books. But <clears throat> Jump Forward... To many years, and the DreamWorks studio um takes up the mantle of producing these new series of Transformers movies directed by Michael Bay. The first one was received pretty well. Um I was not a huge fan of it, but it was received well, and then it kept that popularity kept on building. And so uh It's and it keeps going. They keep making movies and that just evidences. That it has another fandom. I'm not in that fandom, but it's definitely there, and it's got to be knowledge. Uh, number 24. I'm going to go with X-Men. It is so X-Men is kind of an interesting thing as well because the cart, the comic books in 1990s X-Men was the comic book of the 90s. They were the bestseller consistently throughout the decade. The cartoon that was on Fox was hugely popular, hugely successful. Um, even though it had a very childish theme, that it um, probably could have been done better if it was not under the restraints of Fox, uh, uh, Fox Children's uh, Network or whatever. But in 2000, they were they were the first one to really get into the game of this big string of comic book movies that we have been seeing. They were the ones that you know fired the starting pistol that has led to this plethora of comic book movies we've seen and but the thing is is the first movie was decent it wasn't great the second movie was better but still not great the third movie was really not good and then you get to then you had you know x-men origins wolverine which wasn't very good um you had the then you had the movie that's just simply called wolverine that wasn't very good but then you had the X-Men First Class, which was a great movie, just wonderfully done. And then you had Days of Future Past, which was another solid movie. <coughs> but and, but then you had Age of Apocalypse, or the Apocalypse one, which now you're seeing another bad movie. And so it's kind of, it's on this yo-yo thing, and, it, and because of that, it does not stay consistent enough... To grab that fanship that it needs. And so there is a fandom in X-Men, but it is not as strong as it could be because of the lack of consistency in its movies. We have not seen anything from X-Men that really, um, you know, drives up the fandom. Uh, number twenty three, Fast and the Furious. Uh, they just keep releasing movies of this, and you know I'm not in this fandom, but they keep releasing it because there is definitely a fandom. There's definitely a base for it. That's all I'm going to say. it. I'm not a big. I watched the first two movies, and that was about it. But it's definitely worthy of this list. Uh, number twenty two, uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, his movies, so the Jay and Silent Bob ones, and um, there's some other films that he has. Uh, but Kevin Smith is a guy that has created his own fandom, and it's you know it's a relatively successful uh, fandom, and you know he's you know he's got the Clerks movie, he's got rats, he's got. Um, you know, all you know. Uh, Chasing Amy was a great movie, and one of, like I said, one of my really good friends. Uh, his name is Brad. is a really big Kevin Smith fan, and um, he's he's kind of the guy that got me to start watching some of his movies. And he also, you know, Kevin Smith also has his podcasts, and that even more furthers that fandom. Uh, so uh, he's definitely has his own little uh, cult like following. Uh number twenty-two, I'm gonna put in the Legos franchise. Uh and maybe I'm doing this one because I just saw Lego Batman, literally just saw it this evening. Um, or this afternoon. And uh, that's gonna definitely I'm gonna definitely review that once that comes out on DVD. I'd like to review that along with the first Lego movie in tandem. Uh both are good movies with some really, really good discussion points. Um but the Lego franchise, you have the video games, which have been really successful. Um, you have these straight-to-DVD movies that have been really successful. And, of course, you got Legos themselves, which are enormous. I mean, there's Lego's theme parks. Um, there's the Lego store, like, in the Mall of America up in uh, Bloomington, Minnesota. Um, you know, just awesome stuff. Lots of collectors of it. But what's amazing is that now it's got two movies. And both movies have just been really I mean, who would ever think that you could make a great movie out of Legos? And they do it. They succeed at it. Um, I mean, they're goofy. They're tongue in cheek all throughout it. But they got uh, every time they have a good. They have a story. They have something coherent, and it's and it has a message for kids, for people in general, and it's. Um, you know, it's a really good franchise, and and I believe, you know, right now I only have it as number 21, but I promise you that a day's going to become that that's going to be even higher than that. Uh, number 20, this is a f- probably one of my favorite franchises, uh, favorite fandoms, and that is Joss Whedon. Uh, Joss Whedon uh, is famous for... Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, Firefly, uh, he's also done, he also directed the Aveng the first two Avengers movies, he was very instrumental for, to the strengthening of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, uh, he's got Dollhouse, you know, he's had a lot of success, uh, uh, Dr. Horrible's, uh, sing-along blog, very, you know, I love the lot of the stuff he works, and as a per- member of that fandom, um, he deserves on this list, uh, but I think as big as it is, he's still a little bit lower key than uh, some others. Uh, number 19, Monty Python, you have in there, you got like, you know, like the Life of Brian, you have the Flying Circus, you have, um, you, you have, uh, you know, the Holy Grail. Um, and you know, variety of different movies and TV shows, and it's you know, you know I've i not as big as others, and I've but I've enjoyed what I have seen, uh, entertaining, great, good old fashioned British humor. Uh, number eighteen, uh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games is had five movies, and the reason why this does, if you were just to go off the, if they had this, they kept the status going that it had with the first two movies this franchise would have built into enormous almost on the level of our top three but it really really died out i mean hardly anybody even realized that that last movie came out it was it was just a blip on the radar of um, pop culture it really really was and it's kind of sad given how big those first two were uh so, it is it is definitely a fandom, but it's not worth big enough. and it it's It died off way too strong, way too quick to break into that top ten list. Uh, Game of Thrones, number 17, which you hear the music in the background right now. Uh, <clears throat> Game of Thrones is definitely a very, very adult film TV series on HBO. And I don't know if I will ever do anything with that on my podcast just because... Um, I'm not totally comfortable with a lot of the themes in it, um, If given the con- the purpose of my podcast. Um, there are some things I won't do just because I don't feel comfortable anybody watching it, uh, with too many people watching it. And um, I'll admit I watch it, I enjoy it, but um, it's really probably not the best show for me to enjoy either. Uh, but either way, that's... Um, you know that is where uh, I stand with Game of Thrones. It's, like I said, it's a very engaging story. Uh, I can I am. I am excited for the new season to come, in you know, a couple months here. Uh, but it's you know it's not much higher than this, uh, but I think I think by the end it might become really big, even bigger than it already is. There you have the background, James Bond. Another one that's coming up. Uh, but anyways, uh, number seventeen is a DC, or sorry, no, number seventeen. Number sixteen is a DC Comics. Uh, no, I'm gonna inter- bring something to note. DC Comics is a little bit different than Marvel. Um, DC is is its own little fandom, but it is a fandom that is actually has a pair of characters. We have a bigger fandom than it. I mean, DC Comics definitely has it. I mean, from with Flash, um, Arrow, uh, Supergirl. Now um, you could bring in the uh, Justice League animated series, which were really good. It really does have its own fandom, uh, but it's in but in number you know number sixteen is a respectable spot on this list, but it really is not as big. It's kind of an interesting that. Um, DC Comics. This is the difference between DC Comics and Marvel. Um, DC Comics is has two characters that are actually bigger than the the comic book company, whereas Marvel is actually has no character that I think is bigger than the company. And we're going to get to that as we go through this list. Uh, so now we're on number fifteen. And that is uh, Supernatural. There, are, Supernatural is a show I've never watched it. Uh, I've not really had an interest. Maybe I should. Uh, but I know there's a very strong fandom there. Uh, so, so kind of a recap at this moment. So, so number 15 through 25 is it goes Supernatural, DC Comics, Game of Thrones, Hunger Games, Monty Python. Number 20, Joss Whedon. 21, the Legos franchise. Kevin Smith. Fast the Furious. X-Men. And then at number 25, the Transformers franchise. So, uh, continuing on to number 14, talking about a character that is bigger than DC Comics, it's none other than Superman himself. Uh, Superman is, he is the icon of superheroes. When you think of superheroes, he is the guy that you come to mind. You think of that blue suit, you think of the red, you know, icon on the chest, the red cape. He's the guy that stands out. Uh, he's the one that really, he is actually the first one to really make a legitimate um, major studio movie. Uh, back in, you know, what was it, seventy eight seventy seven 77 with... Uh, uh, with uh, Christopher Reeves and you know there's that and then you'd have the TV series even before that you've had Lois the Clark uh, Superman um, now you had, then you had the Superman Returns with Brandon Routh and that actually and I should actually mention that Christopher Reeves is the reason did a lot for the popularity of Superman but his films also did a lot for the damage of it the last Two Christopher Reeve movies were bad. I mean the four Christopher I mean, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace was an awful, 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 awful movie. I mean historically bad. And then you had um and then after that you hit um Superman Returns, which was an improvement, but still um not good enough to really sway people uh man of steel again was a a solid movie but still not capturing people and then donna justice same thing it had too many flaws too many problems superman just can't get up to where he once was there was a time where superman probably would be in the top five on this list but these days he has definitely dropped off quite a bit um Still a fandom that's pretty significant, but not as significant as it once was. Uh, Number 13, uh, the James Bond franchise. Uh, James Bond has more movies than any other franchise in existence. And that alone makes it a big fandom. And so... So... James Bond with just the sheer number of movies. And there's going to be another one coming. That just shows there is a fandom. And it's going to keep going for quite a while. Uh, Number number 12, uh, Pixar. So this includes the Toy Story films, Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, Monsters, Inc., uh, Ratatouille. Pixar has made a lot of movies, and they made a lot of good movies. And just what every movie they put out creates a following, and um, that the sheer success of their movies and the loyalty that it has created because of their success um, gives them their own fandom. And I know that they're supposed to have their own theme park, um, you know, in a couple years, uh, which just furthers that popularity. Uh, which leads me to number eleven, and that is the last one you're going to hear uh, before we hit this top ten, and that is uh, Deadpool. Deadpool is interesting because he is the only he is the only one on this list that only has one installment into film or television. It was one movie that came out last year in Deadpool. Before that was already astronomically popular in terms of comic books. But now he has become popular on the pop culture level because the movie did so well. And rumor has it that he's going to make an appearance in the Logan movie. I don't know if that's true. We'll find out when it comes out. But either way he is definitely, definitely um, his own fandom. And, you know, people are always dressing up as him The Comic-Con. People are just really into Wade Wilson. So, with that, that is our top, you know, numbers 11 to 25. So, repeating that again, it is Deadpool, Pixar, James Bond, Superman. Number 15, Supernatural, DC Comics, Game of Thrones, Hunger Games, Monty Python. Number 20, Joss Whedon, Legos. Kevin Smith, Fast and the Furious, X-Men, and then number 25 is the Transformers franchise. So with that, we're going to take a quick little break and we're going to jump in to the, lo- the top 10 greatest fandoms in popular culture. So there you heard a little uh, preview, a little trailer from the movie, Uh, Batman, Lego Batman. They're not officially (coughs) endorsing my podcast. Don't worry. Um, I just thought it'd be a nice little transition. Uh, Lego Batman is uh, kind of fits into this very well because Lego's already been on our list. And yes, Batman is coming up. And so very much is a connection into this. So we're going to go we're going to jump into the top 10 and so you're going to hear the mute, you're going to hear the theme ring out and they'll kind of give you an idea as to where I'm going. So here is number 10. There you go, Whovians all around the world. You have broken into the top ten fandoms of all time. Um, there might be probably a case that could go higher, and some people are like, Number ten! How dare you put us so low! And, okay, sorry. But, and it probably doesn't help that I have not really watched much of Doctor Who. I've only watched a couple episodes, and I watched a little bit of the original TV series when it was on PBS. But otherwise... Um, it's, you know, I'm not extremely familiar with it, but it definitely is a monster, monster fandom. And a lot of people are really, really into it. Uh, you know, again, it's not something I've gotten into, uh, but I, I know many people who are. So, so there is number 10. We're going to roll right into number 9. Okay, that didn't quite get the theme I wanted, but oh well, that is the Lord of the Rings film. And you could kind of hear a little bit of the Shire theme coming out of it. But Lord of the Rings is probably my favorite film. And you're thinking, film? There's three of them. I kind of treat them as one because they are so coherently... It's really just a giant film that had an intermission of uh, 12 months. Um, two intermissions of 12 months is basically what it is. But I loved um, that. I love those movies. Um, But there is definitely a fandom of it there. uh, People will go all the way to New Zealand just to see those sets. There are people that regularly dress up as the characters. Um, Right here in my... Uh, church office I've got um, a, a replica of Aragorn's sword I also got a replica of a sting the 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 little sword that Frodo and Bilbo had uh, it is a you know it's a great movie franchise incredible music and I know that the Hobbit was not so wonderful but even with that it is still a very strong franchise very strong fandom so Um, so let's, so let's move right into number nine. So this is, if you can't hear the music, it is The Walking Dead. Uh, the Walking Dead just came back from hiatus this last week, and I have not watched it yet. So if anybody emails and say, ooh, look at that. This is what happened last Sunday. Tell me about it. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't gotten around to that. But anyways, The Walking Dead is a hugely successful film franchise. Um, or TV show, I mean. Uh, TV series is now on, what is it, the seventh season, I believe, we're on. And... Every season's been huge. The the series finales, the season premieres are huge. They get monster ratings. Um, I mean, it is one of the few cable shows that break into the top ten of all ratings. I mean, they're ranking up there with the um, the major network shows. I mean, that is just astronomical. Uh, you know, there are so many people loyal to it. The comic books are popular. The uh, I mean, they even. I mean, it's the only show that got an advertisement during the Super Bowl. It is a monster series. Um, it actually got Game of Thrones to move its premiere because they realized they just cannot compete with Walking Dead. It is just a monster, a monster of, of fanship. So. Uh, But this is going to lead me to, and I, I, I feel really dirty admitting that this is probably a bigger fandom than The Walking Dead, but here it comes... So some people are starting to recognize that. Hopefully, um, this is from the film franchise Twilight. Uh, I do have no love of this film at all. Um, it is the only th- way I like watching these movies is with riff tracks, which then it's funny. It is awesome, but actually, it's still kind of tough with that. But it's at least it's humorous. But in reality, Twilight is a huge fandom, even still. The fandom has not really totally died away. People maybe kind of hide their fandom (coughs) at times, but it's definitely, definitely still there. Um, There is a reason they're talking about trying to find ways to revive it, because they know the fandom is there, the loyalty is there, it's going to find its way back, just as some of these other fandoms that we're getting to keeps doing. You know, like, we just got done with Walking Dead, it tried to find, I mean, this is actually something, these top ten lists, I would say every one of these fandoms are fandoms that at some point or another died away, faded away, and have found ways to come back. Twilight has not quite done that yet, but I guarantee, guarantee it's going to find its way back into popular culture. Um, it's going to it's going to force itself back in because it is that level of a fandom. The reason why it hasn't had that die away and come back is because it's still young um, compared to the other ones on this list. Um, so, but we're going to move on to uh, number... So... Uh, That was number seven, so we're going to move on to number six. So that's the theme from the Avengers movie that came out back in 2012, and I'm using this as a theme to represent the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Marvel Universe is a monster um, fanbase, monster fandom. Uh, And this is like DC Comics. DC Comics, yes, incorporates Superman, incorporates Batman and that fandom. Marvel incorporates X-Men, which is where we began, and incorporates Spider-Man, which I believe if Spider-Man Homecoming does as well as I'm thinking it will, I think it's going to storm back into this list. And Transformers, sorry, you're going to drop off. Um... Or maybe Fast and the Furious, because Transformers has another movie. I don't know, one of those... Something on this list is going to drop off as soon as Spider-Man jumps in. Maybe it's X-Men will drop off. But either way, um, Spider-Man I think is going to jump back in. But really, Marvel is bigger as an entire universe than it is in in any character. Um, There's a lot of good characters... In the Spy- in Marvel Universe, you have got Iron Man, who became very popular with the movies. Uh, you have, um, you have Thor, you have Captain America, you've got, you do have Spider Man, you do have the X Men, uh, you do have the Fantastic Four. Uh, you have so many characters, and I know those Fantastic Four movies haven't been good, but they have been good in other places. There is so much to this franchise, and that is why their movies have been so. Uh, incredibly successful. So uh, this is going to lead... So we're going to roll into the number five... Well, actually, we're going to pause again, I think. Um, I was thinking about going into the number five... Uh, the fit, number five movie on our list, but I think we're going to pause and take another break, and we will be right back. I remember one of
1: Pastor teachers and mine, Norman Nagel, saying one time... He was asked to go on issues, etc., the radio program, and the announcer asked him, Dr. Nagel, I, w- I would like you to talk about faith today. No, I will not. Well, Dr. Nagel, well, the, the topic of the show is faith. Please talk about faith. No. He said, I will talk about Christ, which is the content of faith. hand that grabs hold of Jesus. Let me tell you about my faith. Well, it's okay to say that, but what we're really saying is let me tell you about Christ. My faith gives me the greatest hope in life. What you're really saying is my Christ gives me the greatest hope in life.
0: So, right there you heard a nice little advertisement for a little podcast that is known as Issues, etc. If you want to really get to know your faith, to really know your faith, I encourage you to go into your podcast and go listen to Issues, etc. It is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful resource. So, with that, we're going to run into the number five um, listing on um my the number five uh, movie fandom that there is out there. So here we go. All right, so there it is. It's going into the anthem. That is the Batman, the animated series theme. And uh, this... uh, The movie that... The franchise that we're going to look at in the fandom is Batman himself. Batman is so much bigger than DC Comics. It's kind of an interesting thing. Comparing Marvel, DC. Who is greater? Who is better? And this is the thing that's so amazing. Is Marvel... Batman is bigger than Marvel, but Marvel is bigger than DC. It's really weird the way that works. But Batman has enormous following. There, you know, I have a Batman shower curtain in my apartment. Um, you know, I got Batman stuff in this office. Uh, I love Batman. There's a lot of people out there like that. There is, you know, the Batman, the Lego Batman movie just came out this weekend. It's practically a love letter. To Batman, I mean, you have, uh, you have the, you know, you have the different, you have the different uh, movies, you have the TV series, you have the video games, you have the comic books, you have such great graphic novels, great stories all throughout these years. You have you have the TV series with Adam West, you have the movies with a. Uh, um, You know the Tim Burton movies. Uh, You have the Batman the animated series. You have the the entire DC animated universe. Animated universe. You have um, the Arkham games that came out. You have the Dark Knight trilogy that um, you know came out a few years ago. With uh, you have the more recent ones with Ben with uh, Ben Affleck. Uh, The Lego Batman movie can't happen without that incredible fandom that's already been developed. It is an enormous, enormous fandom. And and the thing is, is it's, it's a fandom where the character has such a rich story. You know, I mean, I love that, you know, in the Lego Batman, there is a love letter, but at the th- same time, they're kind of playing it tongue-in-cheek. They're poking fun at what they love. And you can see it all the way through. And that's, that's okay. There's some goofy little things with the Batman franchise but it's still a great story I mean a simple story of watching your parents gunned down in an alley is you know it speaks volumes the fact that his parents were the wealthiest of the wealthy just speaks volumes about Gotham City Gotham City is its own character and it speaks um, volumes ...about Batman himself. It's a... You know, it's an incredible... He is such a great character. You get the Gotham series going on right now. It is... He is... um, Definitely the biggest... ...single... ...character... ...in any of fandoms. And I say that because every other fandom... ...we're going to get to in a little bit... ...I don't think is, is based... ...on a single character. Even the one of the fandoms on my list is named after a certain character. I don't think he's as key central to it as Batman is. And and it's actually been evidenced very recently. So anyways, so that is our number five, Batman. Um, and so we're gonna roll right into number four. If you cannot recognize it, that is when you wish upon a star as an instrumental as a devotion to Disney. Yes, Pixar kind of fits into Disney. But when I put this list, put them on the um, fandom list, I'm not really thinking of Pixar. I'm thinking of Cinderella. I'm thinking of Bambi. I'm thinking of Mickey Mouse. I'm thinking of the amusement parks. I'm thinking of... Uh, Frozen, I'm thinking of Tangled, I'm thinking of you know, all of these great films, these great characters that people love, I mean girls love watching these one of the biggest reasons when musicals are having a revival is because of the musical animated movies from the 90's Um, you know, The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast Uh, you know uh, Aladdin, all of them had a very musical vibe. It is, I mean, there are people, I have a, a friend, uh, her name is Abby, and she's, you know, wonderful, wonderful lady, and uh, she happens to sponsor a group, this, um, I can't remember the name of the company, but it's based around Milwaukee, uh, and she dresses up as princesses and um, comes and visits kids, and I think that is, um absolutely awesome it's an awesome um company and it's uh it definitely speaks to the insurmountable uh popularity of the Disney universe and the fandom that is there and like I said you got those amuse- amusement parks that are enormously popular so uh with that we're going to move into number 3 so we are in the top 3 Greatest fandoms in popular culture, and as I say that, I want you to understand. So keep in mind that these three mo- these three fandoms are going to serve the next podcast. The next podcast we are going to, I'm going to review and analyze a movie from each of these three fandoms. Okay, so here comes number three. so hopefully many of you recognize that that is the theme from star trek star trek has had it began with the the tv series in the 60s then you had the movies that started coming rolling out in the 70s and they have kept going they've had star trek the next generation they've had deep space nine they've had voyager um they've had the new movies uh with chris pine uh you know, all three of them have done pretty well. I, I mean, I know some of you fan, people who are in that Star Trek fandom list are probably wanting to strangle me for saying I like that. Um, one that came out 2011 or whatever it was. But I enjoyed it, alright? Whatever. Um, and the newest one was pretty good, too. Uh, but... The fandom's huge. I mean, I remember working... I worked at a movie theater in Ankeny for 12 years. And I remember when uh, one of the Star Trek movies coming out, I remember seeing people come to the movie dressed up as Star, Star Trek characters. I saw people dressed up as Klingons. You don't see that with most franchises. The only other two film franchises that you see that type of stuff going on are the two film franchises that are number one and two. Star Trek... Star Trek is just a monster of a fandom, and um, you know there's there are like I said there are really only two fandoms that are able to beat it. I honestly say that Star Trek is just on the edge of being number two. You can make an argument that it is the second biggest fandom, but um, the thing that works against is that none of its movies have had. made the money that these other two have and so that kind of weakens this fandom compared to the other two but it is still huge so we're going to roll into number two I'm guessing many of you recognize that that is the Harry Potter theme. Harry Potter is an enormous fandom, and I mentioned earlier that this is it may you know I said earlier that Batman is the one fan is the biggest fandom that is based around a single character, and you think you might think wait a minute what about Harry Potter? As I'm bringing in here, but um, Harry Potter actually doesn't fit because. Um, Harry Potter just came. There was just a new movie that just came out, and Harry Potter wasn't even in it. and It was still pretty successful. It's a pretty good movie, and so um, Harry Potter—it's it, the universe. It's the world. You know that's why they have this theme park um, down in you know Orlando. And I'm kind of hoping to go see it. One of my again my friend Brad I talked about earlier, um, him and his wife they went down there and they, it it looked really really awesome, and. You know, you see that you see people when they come to the movies. They're dressed up in the robes. They buy, you know, the um, the the wands. They um, they go all out on this series. They read the books multiple times. They watch the movies multiple times. It is a monster of a fan fandom. It's a huge franchise, and. Uh, there's and there's only really one fandom that's bigger than it and I talked about it before that all the top 10 movies are fandoms that kind of faded away and came back and Harry Potter's one of those you know the last you know the last Harry Potter movies came out a few years ago already I can't remember the year exactly but um, it came out you know just a few years ago and here we are. You know, 2016, November 2016, another one comes out and that fandom's still there. You go into Barnes and Noble, there is Harry Potter stuff all over the place. It is huge. Um, And like I said, there is only one fandom that could top it, and that's the one we're going to go to here in a moment. And so here comes the number one fandom. And I'm, before I get to this, this, and so, well, actually, let's just go straight to it. With just, with just a few notes, you know that movie. It is Star Wars. You know, seven, no, eight movies now. All of them. Box office successes. All, all the books, the video games. The action figures, the um, you know the lightsabers, the the T-shirts, the it has it is just astronomically huge in terms of fandoms, and there is nothing that gets to it. Even Harry Potter is a huge fandom, but it is not. It is a long ways before it's gonna hit Star Wars, and Star Wars just keeps getting bigger because Episode Seven was a huge was a su- monster success. One of the highest grossing films, I think it's number two ever worldwide. And then you have um, Rogue One that came out in December, which was a, a successful movie again. This franchise, I mean, this fandom, I mean, you get the video games I and mean, the Knights of the Old Republic games were just hugely successful. A lot of people read their books, their comic books have been a huge success for Marvel. It is. A juggernaut. It is the it's the empire when it comes to fandoms, and I don't think anything can overthrow it. And it's and so this is you know definitely number one. And the thing that's really interesting with Star Wars and Harry Potter is the fandom is not centered around the characters; it's centered around the world that they're in. You know, in Harry Harry Potter's case, you have. You know, those, the, the, the newspapers with the moving pictures. You have the... Um, of course, you have the magic. You have the Hogwarts. You have the, the train. You have, you know, the dragons. You have all these really cool things. This underground world. Star Wars has this, too, because you have these diff, all these planets. You have these cool gadgets. You have these cool lightsabers. You have these people that have their powers, The their Jedi, you know, force powers. There is so much to get engaged in. It just makes your both of them run make your imagination run wild. And that is why they are so hugely successful. And so I leave you at that. That is our number one um, film franchise, you know, film fandom out there. It is definitely the best of the best. <coughs> But with all this being said, you know this is this is totally a fun podcast. I didn't really get any theological, so I think it's imperative that I get to something theological. Um, hopefully, while well, we enjoy our movies, we enjoy our comic books, and I'm I'm such a nerd. I'm a fan of a lot of these things. I like Star Wars. I like Harry Potter. I like. I love Batman. I love Marvel Comics. Um, You know, we went through a whole bunch of things that I really do enjoy. But I would pray that as much as we like those things, hopefully, hopefully, our Lord Jesus Christ um, is higher. And, you know, as that book says, not just a fan. A fan, you Actually... In some ways, it is like a fan. Because, you know, you think about our fandoms of Harry Potters. People are wearing their robes. They're, you know, they're all decked out. They want to talk about it with anybody they can. They want to go in depth. And they want to talk about the stories. They want to talk about the books. What we read about in the Bible is fantastical stories. Fantastical moments. But the thing is, that makes the Bible different than Harry Potter, than Star Wars, than Batman, whatever, is that it is a true story. It happened in history. You could go to a place and time, and you could go. You could go to Jerusalem, to Judea, to Bethlehem, to Mount. You know this, the place of the skull. You could go there, and you could stand. Go to the Sea of Galilee. You could go to places where Jesus actually walked talked taught you could go to the place where he was he was born you could go you could go to the place where he preached the sermon on the mount you could go to the place where he fed 5000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish you could go to the place where he he raised lazarus you could go to the place where he was crucified you could go to the the tomb that was empty from which he rose from the dead. You could go to the place where he ascended into heaven. And the fact that this is true means that you, all you who believe in him, shall have eternal life. And we should bear that on our sleeves, in our hearts, in our minds, in our lives, more than anything it's like I said it's a fantastical story that is true and it is a fantastical story that is for you next time we will come together I'm going to review you know three movies that is that three fandom movies and so one from Star Trek, one from Harry Potter, and one from Star Wars. And I'll bring in some more theme, Christian themes in it. And see, the thing is, is I've always, always, when we go into these movies, these TV shows, I've hope, I hope, my number one goal, I mean, yes, I want you to have fun with the movies. I want you to have fun with TVs, and that's okay. But ultimately, I hope more than any of that is to lead you and guide you to see more of what your God has done and continues to do for you. Until the day he returns, to him be all glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, I am Pastor Neil Wemus. Uh, this, and this was the Key Role Film Society. I am soon to be the Associate Pastor at St. Paul Lutheran Church in Ida Grove. Um, I'll start to give you more information on that church and on the church as time comes. Um, Until then, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. And I would like to leave you with a hymn that I think wonderfully expresses. Exactly what I was just talking about, and that is the hymn written by the Dr. Martin Luther, Dear Christians, One and All, Rejoice. Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Romans 5, 1-2 Thank you, and God bless.